Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here with our new guest host, James Elliott. How are you doing, James? Hey, hey, I'm doing awesome. Thanks. How are you? I'm phenomenal, as always. So James comes to us with a background in uh, coaching and transformation and things like that. But he started in, uh, I guess, business and IT and things like that. So uh, James, what would you like to say that you're doing right now? And what are you up to these days? Yeah. So so like you said, you know, going from, and I'll share my story later, going from learning about business, IT, and marketing, consumer behavior, human behavior in, in, in school, in university, then working for companies like IBM, and then now working... Uh, you know, for myself, speaking internationally, teaching internationally, teaching, training people all over the world. Uh, it's been a kick-ass journey. And so happy to share <laughs> some of the things that uh, I wish I knew back then and some of the lessons and learnings uh, from the hardships and the failures back then. So excited to talk about this. Sounds good. So obviously, you didn't start that way. And I would love if you shared a little bit about what was James like as a kid? So maybe yeah. an early fond childhood memory? Like what was James like growing up? So I, I was a very active kid, very outdoorsy, and, and it continues to this day. Honestly, I'm, I'm you know, loving outdoors, loving active, exploring, trying new things. Um, sometimes going places we're not supposed to because I love exploring <laughs> and discovering. So very active kid, very loving kid. Very, uh, uh, I was a monkey. I would like build all kinds of tree <laughs> forts. I would, I would, you know, hang from trees, climb trees. So, so a very, very active person. You know, parents put me in team sports when I was younger okay. for a bit, and I, I kind of got bored of that quickly. I you know, tried the baseball, tried hockey, tried soccer, a few others. It was more more individual stuff, like working mm-hmm. out, exercising, hiking, rock climbing, even when I was really young, uh, martial arts too, mm-hmm. uh, that really fueled my passion. I was always curious. I loved to learn, and I was a bit of a rebel. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what caused that. Um Probably some kind of father-son dynamic, honestly, but I was always a rebel as well as a little kid, uh, you know, very, very happy-go-lucky kid. And I think that is is what made me a bit susceptible to bullying. I went through mm. a lot of bullying when I was a kid and teen, um, and, and it was like both physical and, and verbal. I've had my head put through windows, all, mm. all kinds of stuff. And you know, it certainly affected me in a big way. Um, it certainly made me realize how I don't want to be treated and how I don't want others to be treated as well. So it's really created a, a, a nurturer and protector uh, dynamic in me, nurturing people, protecting people too. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, just honestly, I think I, I let it happen. I was, hmm. I didn't know how to speak up, how to, how to have boundaries, how to say no, how to fight back. Um, and that was about when I started learning martial arts. So I could, um, but again, it's, it's, I, I learn it's, it's all up here. One of the biggest learnings is that everything's up here, whether it's your, mm-hmm. your success in business, whether it's weight loss, I, I, yeah, I was clinically obese, uh, mm-hmm. at some points in my life, um, it, anything, whether it's confidence, whether it's dating relationships, business money, it, it's all up here. And it's all about upgrading those mental programs and, and deprogramming what we've learned from, you know, the bullies, from parents, uh, sure. culture, society, religion, life, authority figures. What else am I missing? 
all the stuff that we've been programmed and told you should do this or shouldn't, or a good person does this, or a bad boy does this, or a good girl right. doesn't do this, or you should or shouldn't, or can or have to, or must, and all this nonsense <laughs> that, that is programmed in our brains that, that limits us. So that was a, that's been a big learning too, is to, as soon as you can, everyone, I invite you to deprogram. Like we've learned positive stuff from people. We've learned negative stuff from people, whether it's the government, the news, your parents, grandparents, Whatever. Grandparents tend to be the worst, by the way, because <laughs> they're a couple generations back on thinking. Um, but but seriously, though, it, it, it was a learning and I bet I had to up, up, up level my thinking and, and depro. It, it's like it's like Windows 2000, right? If you're if you're having Windows 2000 or I may be dating myself, Windows 95. <laughs> I say that to some people they're like, what the hell is Windows 95? Yeah. <laughs> So it's like having an old operating system for, for a powerful, powerful computer and never upgrading the program, the software, never upgrading the apps or the operating system, and then trying to do amazing, amazing things with those outdated apps. There's some viruses, some apps are broken or don't work anymore. Some still work. Some are still great. Some need a bit of an upgrade yeah. because a lot of the things we learned are great. You know, we developed any humans, we're you know, usually pretty good people. But it's like it's that that upgrading and and I encourage people what I've learned. One thing is to upgrade and, and take control of your brain, take control of your mind. And, and are those thoughts and beliefs, are they really even yours or were they were they put in? And most of them were. Were they put in by those? And do you agree with them? Are they right? Yeah. Are they true that you have to do this or can't do this or need to wait for this to happen until you do something or, or to achieve something or start a business or start a relationship or are you too young or too old and all, all this, this, this sure. nonsense, these beliefs. So that, one of my biggest learnings was to look at beliefs. And, and that was also the way I didn't think I was good enough. Didn't think I was worth it. And, and that's one of the reasons they let people treat me so horribly sometimes. And I was susceptible to being bullied and picked on. Um, and then I'll, I'll tell a part B to that story now and fast forward to where I am now. But I, I thought I'd stop and pause because I think I over answered the question. <laughs> No, that's that's great. I I want to dig a little bit into that because there's yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, and I love because there are uh, a bunch of listeners I'm sure that probably had the um, experience of, of being bullied, right? And and I don't know if that was kind of from day one of school where you had that, or you, you talked about uh, not speaking up, potentially being like cl clinically obese. So I don't know if that was part of it. So what was yeah. that experience like? And when did uh, I guess the, the first transformation start to happen? So you mentioned taking martial arts. So is that earlier in like grade school or high school or, yeah. or some other point in time? Good, good question. So um, I was a skinny kid, very, you know, stick and bone skinny <laughs> kid. Okay. And I think because I started getting a little more into computers and, and I was on computers a lot and less outdoors, I, I put some weight on uh, unhealthy eating habits, uh, you know, learning from, you know, marketing or, or, you know, fast food and learning from my parents, some of their bad eating habits too. And just liking sugar, liking to love sugar, love treat. Love, <laughs> I loved to eat, and I was I was fairly active, so I began to eat more and more as I grew. But unfortunately, it wasn't a lot of the right food. So mm -hmm. eating more and more, even though I was somewhat active, again, there's a saying that you can't outrun a bad diet. So sure. that started to happen, and and yeah, it was it was. I guess I was doing well till till middle middle grade school around oh probably eleven eleven year ten eleven years old when the bullying okay. started being picked on uh, made fun of you name it and I started learning martial arts yeah probably a couple of years into that a couple of years into that which which had helped a bit I'm like hey this is cool and um, I even did a demonstration a martial arts demonstration hmm. for the talent show 
one year for school showing them it's like hey i know some stuff now so no, <laughs> be careful what you do uh which was interesting the the it was though a really interesting theme though that that contributed through my life and, and ironically it was it was about when i was i think in my early 20s uh, i i was actually a big boy i worked out a lot as a big big strong boy but also clinically obese as well at 236 pounds for my frame. I was, I was clinically obese. And so there came, it was a culmination one day. It was just frustrating how people treating me, frustrating dating and how women were treating me, how people were treating me in school, um, uh, things in school. I, I was always a great student when I was younger, but for some reason, um, coming from a Nova Scotia education system, very advanced, very effective coming to the Ontario education system, not so advanced, not so effective. I began to really, really bored. And, and I, you know, I was two years ahead of what we were learning. I, I learned this thing a year or two ago. And it was, it was interesting. I began to get really bored with the education. So I didn't do it as well. Didn't listen as well. I started to, I got bored. So I was acting out a bit as well in, in, in public, public school. Um, so my grades were, were like nothing like they were before. Um, but it, it, it was high school, though. It was high school around age 20, 22. 223 when I, I thought, you know, enough is enough. I want to do better at dating, attract better people, better women, better jobs, be treated better by people, stand up to people, and stop taking people's crap. Uh, yeah. Honestly, whether it's friends, whether it's bullies, whether it's what, whoever, whatever, people at school, women, men, you name it. And so I, I sought out a, a coach, sought out a coach. Mm. And worked with her for a while, first coach, Chantel, and it was it was pretty amazing, honestly. And had some big, big shifts and transformations and and learnings and growth. And I, I honestly, and I'll share those in a minute, but I, I said to Chantal, I said, you know, I think I'd, I think I'd love to do this. What you do, this is amazing. I was, I think it was, I was either IBM or Lenovo at the time working in the corporate world. Um, lots of learnings there too. And she said, I think you'd be great at it, James. You, you're, you love to help people. You love to, to teach. You love to impact people. You're a caring person. You want to make the world a better place. You want to change the world. I need to be good at this. So fast forward, I took a course after course, after training, after certification and started coaching. I even became a holistic nutritionist at the same time. <laughs> I like to learn. So I had all these, these tools and skills. Began, started coaching, but very, very, very quickly realized that I loved speaking and teaching more. I, I was speaking mm -hmm. as well to sell my coaching services. And I realized, well, I love, I love speaking more than I do with one-on-one -on -one coaching. I love group coaching, speaking, teaching, training. Uh, so very, very quickly moved into that. And that's, that's why I have my courses now. I have my group coaching programs and my training and certification programs uh, for business leaders and business owners. And just to help really, again, up-level their minds, take them from a good place or a great place to an incredible place, both mentally, both financially, um, you know, both you know, philanthropically, give, able to give back, able to be happy and fulfilled versus, I mean, I made a lot of money at IBM. Was I fulfilled? No, not really. I could buy a lot of stuff, but it was I fulfilled? No. I mean, it, the things I do today are incredible. The fulfillment and where I live and where I can work, where I can work from anywhere in the world. It's it's money is great. I like having nice things, although there's no replacement for fulfillment and making a difference in the world and and making an impact and leaving a legacy here. And that way, when we're years years later, we're we're in our rocking chairs with our tea or whatever and doing the <laughs> rocking chair test, you can look back and say. You know what? I'm 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 happy. I I left a legacy. I I loved. I mattered. I made a difference. Versus, well, I worked really hard. Didn't have much time for friends and family or things I loved. 
bought a lot of crap I don't really need and I can't take with me when I die. You know, that would be like the worst, the worst life and the most unlived life for me. And I think a lot of people too. It's like, well, I bought a lot of crap. <laughs> I succumb to marketing influence, you know, all this stuff, or just succumb to looking good and up leveling my friends in terms of phones or cars or whatever. So, anyways. Yeah, again, lots, lots of great information there. Um, lots of great life lessons. And looks like there's a bunch of transformation that you experience and, and yeah. you help others with that as well. I'm wondering if you could, again, go back in time where uh, that, that moment where you kind of realize enough is enough. Can, can you walk us through a little bit of that? So it sounds like yeah. that you were already working. Uh, you were a little less healthy than <laughs> you wanted to be, that yeah, sort of thing. Exactly. Was it like looking in the mirror and you had this epiphany? Is it Was it like you, you had some of her experience and... Uh, so it I'd love was, if you talk a little bit about that and then yeah, the, yeah. The, the part afterwards to say like, how did finding a coach uh, weave its way into it? Was that kind of a natural mm -hmm. thing or, or something? So if you could Good talk question. about those two points, that'd be great. Yeah. So I, I, one week I began looking at my life and everything about it and okay, like, do I like this? Do I want this? Looking at my friends, I was in good friends, I was in crappy friends. And it's, it's mm -hmm. like, why am I attracting these friends? Why am I hanging around with these friends? Why am I having these friends? I wanted to do something different, do some big things. A lot of them are stick in the muds or I no disrespect to any, but they just, the jobs they had or, or, or didn't have or, or what they were doing, who they were being, the, the crap they were doing in life. I'm like, this is not who I want to be. Like, why am I hanging out with these people? And <laughs> as I know now, and as you probably know now, we're a direct reflection of the top five to 10 people you spend the most time with. So choose yeah. wisely, have boundaries. You know, you may have to prune people from your life or, and, and go find ways to hang out with new people. So I, I was looking at my, my life um, and the friends uh, that week. I was also in a night in a nightclub and I was looking around, looking around and, and looking around people, people hanging with friends, those people watching. I was looking at, you know, the different men and women interacting and dating. And, and I looked at like, well, why am I not getting some of these amazing uh, women that some of these other these guys are getting? And it, it re I realized it was, it was who I, who I was being. Um, I thought, you know, it, I was, I was working as hard to become a monster and I was a big boy at that point. I can, you know, clinical obese, but also very strong. Mm -hmm. And I realized I'm doing this wrong. I'm, I'm working out to become a monster to protect myself because it, I mean, it worked when people tried to hit me when I was that big, it really didn't hurt. I was, I was sure. kind of like a fortress, but an unhappy fortress. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm looking at myself, looking at the people and, and the men that some of these seemingly great women, like they're like, like fun and they're, and they're attractive and they look like great energetic women were, were, were attracted to. And it wasn't the guys like me, it wasn't the big monsters. Right. And so I'm like, well, this isn't working to attract women, and it wasn't. And this isn't working to attract friends. And I was having energy level issues. I was fatigued a lot too. And I, I, I didn't feel great about myself. I was bloated a lot because all the stuff I was eating. And so I, like, I began to evaluate my life. And I thought, this sucks. Like This, this is not the life I want. This is not where I want to be. And, and I started to look at work. I'm like, I, I don't want to work for someone else. I've, I've been a serial entrepreneur a, as a kid. I had a DJ business as a hmm. teen in high school. I had a lawn care and snow removal business uh, when I was like as early as nine years old. Okay. Uh, which was so I love being an entrepreneur, love helping people, working with customers. So I thought th this is this is not good. So that was when I started falling, falling out of love with the corporate world. Um, got laid off in the height of my career hmm. because of a downsizing, you know, but, yeah, right-sizing, downsizing, whatever you call it, uh, shutting down our division. And so it took, uh, took almost a year off and said, you know, I'm going to do my own thing, have my own job. And then I got lured back by a recruiter who dangled a really big carrot in front of me. And a lot <laughs> of money. I thought, okay, that's more money than I ever made. So I went back, 
And again, for a few years, and again, learned a lot. And but again, very quickly, I thought, this is I don't want to do this anymore. I want to I want to make right. a difference. I want to speak, teach, help people. Um, I I learned a lot. I was I was I've been always teaching and empowering people. I just wanted to do it in a different way hmm. uh, than than and within the corporate confines, the corporate structure of, of these companies. And um, yeah, it, so that that was the realization that that one week I said I got to change my friends, got to change my work. I got to change the women I, I, I date and attract. I got to change my health and how, who I'm being, how I'm being. So I started changing my – and then I said, you know, I think I need some help. And I was talking with uh, the massage therapist who had become a coach recently. And she's like, well, I can help you. But she's like, don't work with me unless you want to be really successful. And I thought, well, I want to be really successful. So I thought, <laughs> okay. And, and, and so that was the culmination. We, we, we kind of kind – of, I found her. She found me. It was a massage therapist who had become a coach. And we were mm. chatting as we always did during massages. And she's like – when you want this, when you want, I said, no, she said, when do you want to start? I said, well, I don't know. When I, you know, I was putting off like his human nature and like everyone yeah. does. Well, maybe later, cause it's uncomfortable for humans to make big decisions. Um, and, and she said, well, when do you want the results? When do you want the happiness? When do you want to be the, this, this man who does this and this and gets this and this? And I said, now, right. She said, so I'll ask you again, when do you want to start? And I said, now. <laughs> And, and so that was the, the foray into, into coaching, uh, being coached. And then again, like I said, loved it so much. I, I wanted to do it and started coaching. I found my real passion was, was teaching, training, teaching people these foundational tools and skills for life, for business, for communication, for influence, for leadership, for relationships. Um, and uh, yeah, quickly turning to speaking and teaching, which I love. And 10 years later, here I am. So. Sounds amazing. Again, great, great transformation. And it seems like it's the culmination of a whole bunch of different yeah. things that basically turned into like the straw that broke the camel's back Correct. where like uh, you were doing a lot of these things were for presumably the right reasons, like being that, that building yourself into that strong fortress, yeah. but it wasn't necessarily getting you the results. And Correct. then, um, well, spending some time in corporate world, but realizing, making the uh, realization that I, I'm actually a little bit more entrepreneurial that had a factor in it too. And then uh, a, a serendipitous massage seemed like yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, exactly. was, awakening. was had a, a mind awakening when she was working on my body. But <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's like, I, well, when we're relaxed, when we're, we're able to have our best thinking when we're relaxed anyway. So it, it makes sense. It does make sense. For sure. And I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about like going through that coaching process and then also the, the learning to be a coach process, because uh, yeah. that's uh, different because one is you are being coached and then one is you're becoming a coach. So mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit about maybe the, that, that first coaching meeting, how, how did it go? What were some of the learnings you yeah. got from there? And then as you said, hey, I want to I want to do this and, and help other people. What were some of the learnings uh, as you became a coach? Yeah. So so. Hey, it was an interesting foray into it. Um, being coach, we just, you know, meeting with her once a week, once or twice a week and discussing what's working, what's not working. And I was very fortunate that she had some really kick-ass tools for transformation mm -hmm. and, and growth and shifts. Things like hypnosis, hypnotherapy, things like NLP, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, which is learning how your brain works. Mm -hmm. and, and it's also NLP comes from modeling the most successful people in the world, what they do, how they think, how they act, and then being able to recreate that and replicate that in ourselves. And then just by doing that, we become wildly, wildly successful at what we want. So uh, timeline therapy, which again is great at upgrading that brain and removing, you know, limiting our self-limiting beliefs, removing negative emotions, all the baggage and the crap 
the, the lead weight or the, the ball and chain, whatever from the past. Sure. I was very, very, very fortunate that she had some of these amazing, powerful tools versus it. And not to knock anyone, but more of just a, a, a chat with me coach or a talk to me about <laughs> your problems kind of coach. Sure. Um, she was a results-based coach. And, and so I was I very, very, very fortunate that that, that, that was the tool set she had. And we, we talked about my challenges and problems once and once only. And then from there on out, it was looking at, okay, the solutions, what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? What needs to happen in your life? What actions, behaviors, patterns need to, habits need to get installed and, 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 and what do I need to do? And then she set to work quickly on removing all the old barriers, the old beliefs, the old blocks, and again, helping me subconsciously change my habits, my beliefs, mm -hmm. patterns. So I was automatically going out there and taking action. And that's why I thought these tools are amazing. I want to learn them. And so I, I did uh, after working with her. And, and so that, that process was, you know, there's a three day intro course, then there was a, uh, I guess a week or so long uh, course and, a, and then a, another course, another level, then another level. And then I got uh, trained to train hypnosis and I got trained to train NLP and teach NLP, mm -hmm. trained to train people, certify them as leaders and mentors and coaches as well, which was really cool. So that's, that's a part of, again, I love working with leaders, mentors, and coaches and, and giving them all these tools because you know, I'll add business owners to that too. I mean, it's kind of in the foray of leaders, mentors, coaches, whether you're a business owner or a business leader. It's just people like that have, have an ability uh, to, or that people that want to be in those roles have such an ability to change the world, impact people, planet, plants, animals, environment, economy. Um, and that's really fulfilling to me. And I thought, sure. I want to have a massive impact with these people. So just taking more and more and more training, I I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, <laughs> usually every year on self-development, on training, on certifications, mentors, courses, more tools, which allows me to up level myself. And that way I can keep up leveling the people I love to work with. And uh, I can work with more and more interesting people every year, which is, which is really, really cool and very rewarding. And I, I can have, I've been able to help some and, and, and teach some amazing people, some incredible people from all walks of life, uh, wherever they are in life, whatever they do, wherever they are in the country or in the world, excuse me, which has been really cool. So that was the process, just getting more and more certifications. Yes, spending more and more money. Um, that's a big learning too, uh, is, is pay what your dreams require of you versus, well, I mm. want to make, and, and no disrespect to anyone, no disrespect to people, but I, I have sometimes conversations with people. I say, how much you want to earn? What do you want to do? Well, I want to have a million dollar business and do this and that, or, or make, you know, three or four or $500,000 a year. I said, okay, cool. Well, the great news is to help you make that much. My courses, they, they're only five to 10,000 bucks. I mean, it's not a lot of money for you to make it. Oh, that's a lot of money. And so, so no disrespect to these people, but you want to have a million dollar or even a several hundred thousand dollar business and you want people to pay you thousands, thousands. But wait, you're not willing to invest in yourself. There's a disconnect here, something wrong right. here. Why would people invest in you if you're not investing in, in yourself? And, and how can people possibly invest in you if you don't invest in yourself and, and show a commitment to your craft? and grow and learn to help them grow and learn. So it, it, it's an interesting lesson. And again, the lesson is pay whatever price that your dreams require of you. Again, I've spent, I don't know how much, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on, on training courses, learning funnels, mentors, you name it, certifications. Uh, because if you don't pay that, that, that price 
um, the ultimate cost or the ultimate price is a life unlived. You're in the rocking chair tested. And when you're 92, you're like, holy crap, I, I, I <laughs> you know, didn't do most of the stuff I wanted. I, I was I was risk averse. I didn't take risks, didn't take action, didn't go towards my dreams. And and it's just a grief stricken life. I think that's why people nosedive in their health later in life because they're like, holy crap, my life's just been about working, working, working to buy and buy and buy more stuff. And, and you know, realizing at the end that they don't want any of it anymore. Yeah. They don't want any of it at all anymore. Yeah. A lot of great lessons in there. And I love what you say about, well, you need to invest in yourself, right? That there's the, the expression like, you get what you pay for, yep. right? So if I'm you don't energy, invest yeah. anything, then it yeah. kind of is there. Now, there are some people who can transform like nothing into something. Yep. But for the most part, you, you put in uh, whatever, $5,000 and you get 10000 100000 You put exactly. in more and you get more. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So so that's a different perspective that folks have to have. And, and to your point uh, earlier, well, we're programmed a little bit differently right? because get a job, just yep. uh, get, on, get on the hamster wheel. Head and, down. And basically, yep. yep. Uh, get promoted, maybe if you're lucky, that sort of thing, and uh, like hopefully you have a good and meaningful career, but maybe or, or, or maybe not. And yeah, I, I'd love if you shared a little bit more of your journey mm-hmm. in terms of like, uh, so you're you're now trained as as a coach, and mm-hmm. and what was the process like to kind of get your first client and coach your first client? So now yeah. you're on the opposite side and changing yeah. that lives, and then where where did the perspective change uh, when you said, you know what, I want to do this at scale. The one on ones are great, but I'd love to do like speaking, leadership, mm-hmm. workshops, that sort of stuff was, was that like gradual or, 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 or uh, kind of instant? So instant. It I love interesting. Good, good yeah, question. If you can share those two areas, that would be awesome. It, it, it was interesting. I, I've always loved speaking and sharing knowledge and teaching just, you know, one-on-one or friends or, or whatever. Um, it was interesting because I, I was speaking to sell my one-on-one service. I would go out and speak for, for companies or, or anyone who'd have me, uh, meetup groups, companies, associations, whatever, anyone. I'd speak to sell, and it worked well. Speak to sell because they saw my value. They saw the education. I'd speak to sell, which works very well, guys. Speak to sell Mm -hmm. my one-on-one coaching. And -hmm. it didn't take me long to realize that I liked the speaking and teaching way more than I did with one-on-one. And and I'm I'm more built for that. Some people love one-on-one. They're more built for that. It fulfills them. Awesome. I find I'm more, way more energized and passionate when I'm, I'm talking to a group, just like, like whether it's here, whether it's teaching, training to a group. So um, I, I went back and I got more certifications almost right away thinking coaching's great. Uh, I want to make a bigger difference, scale, impact, you know, huge, huge, make a big difference in the world. So I went back and got certified to train a lot of the tools that I, that I teach uh, as well, realizing again, I'm speaking to sell. My, my one-on-one, but I like the speaking better. I like the teaching and training better. <laughs> and I can reach more people that way as well. So uh, fast forward to now, you know, I've been training for, for probably nine of the 10 years, training and, and teaching. And, and I find it, it works better to like group environments. One-on-one is great. Group environments, and I do a bit of one-on-one for my grads, but the group environments are great because people learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Learn, wow, I'm not so screwed up. Other people have problems. Other people have a similar problems with the exact same problems, or they went through this, I went through that. It's a different flavor of what I went through. So that the group work and the group presentations, trainings, group coaching, it, it works. I think it works better for me. Anyway, sure. it works better, and it's way more fulfilling, and I can make a bigger impact as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you asked the the culmination and realization. It was one day when I was speaking, and in fact. That was the same day that uh, I, I same same uh, event actually that I'd spoke at before that I got my first customer. I was speaking, and someone came up to the end and she's like, 
I, I want to work with you. How, how do I work with you one-on-one? Uh, what do we do? So that was my very first customer came up to me mm -hmm. after a speaking event, uh, which was really, really interesting. And um, yeah, that was my first customer, worked with her, worked with a bunch of people as well and, and uh, decided that, yeah, I, I like the speaking better. I'm trying, I'm speaking to sell, but it, I have more fun <laughs> and I impact more lives doing that. So very, very quickly transitioned and got trained to, to teach and to train uh, versus coach just one-on-one. -on -one. That's awesome. And, and well, everyone has their own sweet spot. In it. And yeah. for me, yeah, I actually, I'm similar where I, I, I like actually the one-on-one -on -one a little bit more because I, you can see the specific, the aha the transition moment. Yeah. But at the same time, doing it at scale is, is, is nice too, to, to impact a room of 20, 50, 100, or if not more people oh, is, is a, a little bit of a different feeling than just the one-on-ones. Yeah. Um, it's different and, strokes for different folks, right? You know, and it's, 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 some people want the only the one-on-one. Some people love group work and love the, yeah. the foundational teachings versus more of the one-on-one. -on -one Again, different strokes for clients, different strokes for, for, for us as, as, as mentors, teachers, trainers as well. You're right. Yeah. And I'd love if you shared a little bit about kind of the, the I guess, primary folks because you help a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. But if there was one specific person or a group of specific people, obviously, because you're more on the group side, <laughs> but a bunch of them listening right now, like what are... Uh, some of the folks that, that you would want to be helping and like maybe one or two tools or, or, or things that they should think about yeah. uh, if they want to kind of uh, be, be aware of something, the things that you do and, and want to reach out. So cool. um, if you can share a little bit of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, the people I love to serve, I would say are, 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 are leaders and entrepreneurs probably in there between 30 and 55 typically. Um, not any specific industry or niche. I've, I've worked with many different industries, many different amazing people. Um, but people typically 30 to 55 that are looking to, to grow, to shift, to transform, to, to break through that glass ceiling, hmm. uh, or maybe even get off the runway. But usually they're in a, in a good or a great place. And, and they want to get up level. It's about up leveling, significantly up leveling, significantly upgrading. Uh, because they, they get it. It's like if I spend five or 10 or 15 or whatever thousand dollars on investing in myself, spend the time, money and energy, because it's not just money, time, money, energy on myself, then sure. these are the results. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to 100x, I'm going to 1000x my, my results by investing in myself. And they get it. They, they see that. And by making some, some small adjustments, then they can have massive results because they already have the, the motor running, the car's already running. It's harder to start pushing a car. You guys ever done this? Start pushing a car from a dead standstill. <laughs> it's harder than just pushing a car that's already moving and making it go faster, right? We did yeah. that in ages two, too, yeah. uh, including, you know, rollerblading behind car, our friends' cars and all kinds of stuff. But anyway, it's easier <laughs> to push a car that's already moving. And so I love seeing the big ahas and the shifts and transformations of these business leaders and of these business, loaner, business owners, excuse me, business owners, business leaders in, in a good and great place. And they just want to skyrocket themselves, uh, you know, just rocket off the launch pad, turn any, any limiting beliefs, anything that holds them back, the glass ceiling, tune their, turn their wounds into their wisdom. Uh, and, and again, upgrade that mind because the, the, the programs and, and the way you're doing things that got you to here need to be different if you want to get to here. They need to sure. upgrade. So again, it's about upgrading the brain, the patterns, the habits, the thinking, the behaviors. Removing the fear, the worries, being more bold, more risk-taking, speaking up, speaking out. Uh, and, and again, that's something I learned that's very contra to what we're told. Again, you know, do a good job, keep your head down, don't rock the boat, stick around a long time at one job so you get a pension. 
<laughs> all that <laughs> yeah. stuff, which I don't think is, is as applicable anymore. Um, depending on your job, it's it, no rock the boat, speak out, say, Hey, this isn't working. I can see this. If we do this way, it's a better way. We'll save time or save money or have more customers or this and that rock the boat, speak out the speak, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And if, if you're working for an organization that doesn't appreciate that in you, you're working for the wrong organization. Maybe you need to work for right. a different organization or work for yourself. If you're a problem solver, you can spot problems and, and bring solutions too, which is key. People love people that share what's not working and how it can be improved. People love when you bring solutions. And this is how we could do this. This is how it could be improved. Um, so speak out. Speak up. Rock the boat. You know, make waves. Uh, contrary. But again, our programming says don't do that. Our subconscious right. programming we've had for many years, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, however many years we've been alive, says, you know, don't do what would people think? I, I know our parents often, what would people think of you? Like, well, who cares? First of all, one of my <laughs> biggest lessons in learning is, well, people aren't really caring that much about us or watching us that much anyways. We're all self-serving. Sure. I mean, something happens and then something big happens, explodes in the news, you know, and and a day later, two days, people forget it. You know, so you, yeah. you do something, you have a failure or something happens in life. A few hours later, an hour later, you say something in a meeting that, that sounds dumb or, or whatever, by literally halfway through the meeting, no one remembers. Like five seconds later, no one remembers. So the, sure. the big learnings are that, people are really not paying attention to us that much anyways. They don't care about us that much anyways, which is why buying the expensive car or the expensive purse or the expensive phone or whatever to show off, really people may care for like half a second. Oh, cool. You got the new whatever, whatever. Yeah. Cool. And then that's it. That, that's the end of your, 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 I wouldn't even call it up leveling. That's a level of your, your pizzazz or wow that in fact yeah. you've wowed people for a fraction of a second they never think a second thought about it and you've spent all kinds of money on a whatever when you yeah. could invest it in yourself or save it as well invest in something or someone the best thing can't remember who said it but the best investment is in yourself the best mm -hmm. roi is to invest in yourself um instead of spending money on um, whatever lots of, like a booze to fill the void fill the pain because you're not fulfilled because you're not doing what you want spend it on yourself invest in yourself for sure. And, and again, lots of great lessons in there and, and you've shared so many words of wisdom already. So as we kind of close off yeah. and if you want to share a couple of your stuff, I wish I knew earlier. So, um, you already shared like, uh, in, invest in yourself. Uh, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and, and people don't really care or aren't really paying that much attention to you. So those are a couple, if you want to, yeah. if you have any other ones that yeah. you want to share, or if you want to elaborate on any of those, what are Absolutely. some of the swipe, the stuff I wish I knew earlier? that you'd share with uh, young James, whether he was, uh, I don't know, in, in, in university, in high school or whatever, what are some of the, uh, the swipe that you'd share? It's, it's, I would say, yeah, again, stop worrying what people think about you. Even if it's your family, your, your family, unfortunately can, and usually will negatively influence you the most, um, with beliefs, with you should, and you got to make mom and dad proud by, by following, you know, say, oh, they, this, you could be a doctor or a lawyer or accountant or whatever, you know, Make mom and dad proud. Well, when you're happy and wildly successful, doing what you love, fulfilled in life, you're gonna make them happy. Versus, sure, you may be making money or get a get a get a type of job that they like, but you're you're drinking or booze or drugs or sex or relationships just to numb the pain because they hate your life. That's not gonna make mom and dad proud. Um, mm -hmm. The other things, follow your heart. Honestly, there's a saying: the longest journey you'll ever take is the journey from your head to your heart. Mm. Follow your heart. Do what you love. 
Uh, instead of doing it for money, do what you love. The money will come. I promise you that money, money will come and you'll be way more fulfilled. Anyways, you won't have to spend money in all these vices that people do making lots of money that hate their jobs or that's not fulfilled by the job. Right. That's one big thing. Work on yourself. I've talked about that. Work on yourself you know, every day, every week, every month, every year for life. It's a journey. We're growing. And, you know, your, your net worth is related to your self-worth and your net worth is related to your network. Again, top five mm-hmm. or 10 people you hang out with. And of course, you know, have more awesome people in your life. But network is worth, uh, excuse me, related to your, excuse me, self-worth is related to your network and your <laughs> network is related to your network. Um, other things I've learned is, is to, to sit and think about your thinking. Sit and take time mm. instead of on this treadmill of like always doing, 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 doing. Sit and, and think about your thinking sometimes as well. The other thing I've learned is to take action more. Instead of overanalyzing things, yes, sit and think about your thinking. Why am I doing this? Why am I not doing this? Is this who I want to be? Is this not who I want to be? What do I need to do differently? Who do I need to cut from my life? Who do I need to hang out with? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to learn from? But also take actions. I've learned that clarity comes from action versus overanalyzing it or mind melding it or tweaking things a thousand times, trying to make it right, trying to make it perfect. It's all fear. It's all worry. It's all self-doubt. Live and screw it. Just do it like Sir Richard Branson <laughs> says. Live and F it like Justin Sterling says and go do it. Clarity comes from action. Clarity comes from taking action. The, the wild and wacky and amazing journey I've had. I, I couldn't even have dreamed this, how things would go from, <laughs> from you know, zero to now when I started my, my, my life, not just my business, my life, my corporate career till now, doing amazing things, working with people in amazing countries, teaching people all over the world, traveling being able to work remotely for a month or two from Colombia or Roatan, Honduras, or hopefully in the spring, it'll be April, uh, it'll be Spain <laughs> or Italy. Um, any last, and I guess, yeah, follow your heart. Listen to no one but your heart and your intuition. The only time I've gone wrong and wasted time, money, or energy is when I've ignored my intuition. Please listen to your intuition and ignore everything else, including your brain, your own brain, because it as Tony Robbins says, you get in your head, you're dead. You will talk mm. yourself out of everything. If it's in your heart, go do it. There's no failure. Here's the last one. No failure, only feedback. Follow mm. your heart. Go do it. There's no, it's, it's just lessons. No failures, just lessons. And that those lessons, just like all my failures and stuff I've dealt with, when you, when you learn from those, you grow from those, you work on those, find a great trainer, leader, mentor, coach, friend, whoever, grow from those. Wow, will it ever turn you into who you want to be and, and able to make a difference and live fulfilled? That's amazing. So much again to, to unpack in there. I, I guess if, if I were to sum it up a little bit, it's uh, the one that I took away most is to invest in yourself because from there, then there's everything falls into it. Like think about your thinking, like don't worry about what people said, say about you. Uh, that's the time to do it. But then ultimately it's the actions you take because yes, exactly. you get in your head, you're dead, that sort of thing. Like you can think only so much and you get into that analysis paralysis, yeah. that sort of stuff, yeah. but do, and then get, get feedback again, don't fail, exactly. just get feedback, yeah. just get information. Yeah. And again, and uh, little by little, you, you, uh, gain, a, get a little bit better and, um, folks, if they invest themselves, then, uh, the, the concept of like compound interest, yes, uh, exactly. which I think Einstein said, what is it, like eighth wonder of the world or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, it also works on yourself. Yes. Right? So every little bit uh, over time, it might not seem like a lot day one, 
but day uh, 365 after a year or however many after a decade, then it, it, it exponentially increases right and you'll be so happy for investing yourself. Right and on. it doesn't hurt if, if, you, if you have a coach to help you along the way. So. Exactly. I think, I think everyone, I have usually two or three at any given time. Everyone needs a great coach, a great mentor, at least one. Uh, otherwise, how are we going to up level? How are we going to have accountability? How are we going to have someone kick our butt or call us out or say, hey, is this really who you want to be? Are you being really being who you want to be right now? Or, you know, is this who you want to be? The person that does this, you know, face fear, do it anyways. Is that who you want to be? And you know, like, sure. yeah, you're right. I'll go do it. I think having a mentor, <laughs> coach, trainer is is paramount. And you're right. Invest in yourself. It's like compound interest. Otherwise, the the people worry about the price. And I really will shut up now. People worry about the <laughs> price of things. How much this will cost? Can I afford it? Can I not afford it? Um, first of all, it's priorities. You know, stop the Starbucks or the or the or the whatever, whatever. Uh, not to hate on Starbucks, but stop the whatever, the wasting of money and, and spend it on, on you, right? Yeah. And then the, the second thing is it's just what is the – if you don't want to pay the price, quote-unquote, that your dreams and your personal development, your fulfillment, the, the dream life. If you don't want to pay the price that the dream life will get you, then you're going to pay either way. You're going to pay the cost of having a life unlived or having a life unfulfilled. Mm. Uh, so it, it's the do you want to have the price conversation? Do you want to have the cost conversation? You can pay mm -hmm. the price, or you can pay the cost. You're gonna pay either way. You're gonna pay the piper either way. Which would you rather have? Pay the price and 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 have an amazing kick-ass life. Would you rather pay the cost of of having an unfulfilled life and looking back at 92 in your rocking chair saying, <laughs> "Crap." <laughs> Sounds good. And again, more words of wisdom there. And if folks can uh are interested in what you're going to be up to over the next little while what are some of the future aspirations and then if folks want to reach out to you where's the best place for them to connect yeah. um so so again one of the best ways is my website unleashyourpower.com you can also do a, a search for me james r elliot with one t uh, e-l-l-i-o-t uh on on youtube uh, or james elliot unleash your power that'll really find my channel on youtube i'm on tiktok at james r elliot again with one t um, you can email me, james at unleashyourpower.com. And what I'm up to? Um, well, uh, my next uh, my next big 13-week uh, kick-ass Unleash Your Potential course starts soon as well. Starts in a, in a few weeks, so that's awesome. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm also uploading my speaking, hiring agencies to help me market my, my speaking, just to grow my speaking, speak more, speak more frequently at, at bigger events, at different events, cooler events, and, and more international events too. So doing that and just up-leveling my own content and making a commitment to, to really have a lot of content and create a lot of value for people uh, online and do that even more, be more committed to that and giving more because here's the last one. I totally promise. The more you give, <laughs> the more you will receive. It's called giver's sure. game. Give and, and it'll show your authority, it'll show your commitment, it'll show your, your, your credibility, and people, you give to people, they typically want to return and, and they trust you. So give, find things, share value, however you can share value with the world. And uh, that's, uh, that's, I guess, what I'm up to and how to find me, unleashyourpower.com, Unleash Your Power is my business. And uh, yeah, we'd love to be of service, looking to up-level your brain, up-level your life, your, your, your career, your leadership, your business. Uh, let's talk. If you're at a good place and you want to go to a great or great place and want to go to a fantastic place, let's talk. Happy to help you get there. 
Sounds good. Thanks, James. And uh, thanks for giving your, your time and, and sharing your story and all those uh, words of wisdom and the swag, the stuff you wish you earned earlier. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back for a future episode. Would love to. Would love to. And uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me do what I love as well. Appreciate it. Thanks, James. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.